Welcome to the BC Podcast, featuring a weekly message from Believer's Church in Warren, Ohio. For more information, visit www.believers.cc. Today, I have the privilege of uh, teaching my third lesson in the series, How to Hear God's Voice. And if you weren't with us last week, we talked about the four voices of God. And of course, they're not all literal voices, right? But this is how God leads us. Number one was the Bible. Number two was spiritual impressions. Number three was the inner voice. And number four was inner peace. And if you weren't with us, it's all for, for, available for free online at Believers.cc or on our Believers app. On any smart device, you can download it 100% free. All the PowerPoints are there too. So today, I want to I talk about, I titled this, Tuning Into God's Frequency. I'm going to just talk about how you and I can become more sensitive or more skilled at hearing what God's telling us and letting God direct our lives. So every lesson, I want people walking out understanding a truth. And I, I just think, what's one truth I want everybody to get a hold of? Because, uh, man, if you can get a hold of this, it's a life changer. And so I, I, I have my big idea for this weekend. And it's, I think it's really cool. We're going to have fun with it. And it goes like this. God's broadcasting if we're listening. And we're going to show you how to listen today. But what I love about that word broadcasting is all of us have heard of broadcast TV. We've heard of broadcast radio. Now, in the day when it was created, it had a different meaning. Radio still has it, but everything's kind of gone digital, right? So we're not really, uh, it's not really the same concept anymore. But with radio, think about this, Boardman, uh, you guys know where the WKBN Tower is over in Boardman, South Avenue, Midlothian Boulevard. It's over three football fields high, 1,109 feet. And that's where 570 AM broadcasts. Now, what broadcast means, and this, this is what this word's all about, it, it means that their signal goes out to a certain distance and it covers every inch of space. It's everywhere. And so for, for 570 AM, they have a 70 mile radius of strong signal. So that means you can go to the east suburbs of Cleveland and hear 570, but you can go all the way to the west suburbs of Pittsburgh and hear 570 AM. And that's a 140 mile span, but it's also north and south. It's absolutely amazing. And every inch of air has that signal. But in order to hear it, you have to have a receiver and you have to tune in, right? So when I was growing up, these are the radios we had in our car uh, when we were growing up. This is an old Mo Motorola, not digital. So if you don't remember the analog days, you couldn't search or seek. I mean, you had to, the dial on your right, you had to turn it, right? So if you were up at 1400 and you wanted 570, they didn't have 570 on it. You had to go between five and six and be closer to six than five. And so you'd move that dial. And I remember I used to move it really fast till about 600 if I was going for 570. Then you begin to just tweak it, tweak it, tweak it. And pretty soon you'd hear the, you'd hear it, you know, if it's three to 6 p.m., you'd hear Ron Verve's voice like, that's Ron. And then, but there's a lot of static and then you tweak it a little more, tweak it a little, and pretty soon it's like perfect. But you know what? That was there the whole time. It was always there. You just tuned in. And that's what we want to talk about today, how we can learn to tune in because God is always broadcasting if we're listening, if we're tuned in. So Jesus taught this parable. By the way, most famous parable in all the Bible. Uh, it's called the parable of the sower. And it is absolutely incredible. 
And uh, it's so cool. And here's why I think it's the most popular, number one parable in the Bible, because after Jesus taught it, he explained it. He didn't want pastors like me to mess it up. He said, let me explain this, baby. This is what I'm trying to say. If you're new, a parable is just a natural story that brings forth a spiritual truth. And then not only that, it made Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the synoptic gospels, it's in all three. And God said, this is really important. And the reason it's important is because it teaches us how to tune in to God's frequency. God's broadcasting if we're listening. So he teaches the story and his disciples are like, Duh, what, what does that mean, Jesus? So, so he's going to explain it, but before he explains it, he makes this comment, and I love this comment. This is in Luke, and it reads like this, 8 and verse 8. When he said this, he called out, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. What is he saying? I'm broadcasting, but you have to tune in. And now he's going to teach him what it means to tune in. So he gave us four types of ears. You can also call them hearts, but has to go through the ear before it goes through the heart, right? So it gives us four types of ears, and the first one, I gave it a name. I call it this. I call it the non-listeners. Maybe their receiver's not on, or if the, if the receiver's on, it's, it's not tuned in to God's channel. So, so they're non-listeners. Now, let me help you understand that. Uh, Gene and I, we, you know, we have satellite TV, and it's the same with cable. Uh, I created a favorites list because if you don't, you have too many channels, right? Because if you go to all the channels I get, they give you every pay-per-view channel that you don't have. And you just, you're just, when you're trying to go through, man, you're going through forever. So I made a favorites list. I call it dad's list because I have four kids and I figured that's a good way to say it. And, and so if you look at my favorites list, here's what you're going to see. You'll see every ESPN channel that exists. You'll see every Fox sports channel. You'll see every other uh, sports channel that, that exists. Um, you will see the movie channels that have action movies, you know, things like that. And, and then you'll see Discovery and Animal Channel, but I, I only record the ones where the wolves fight the hyenas or something, you know. It's, it's just those kind that I watch. And, and so that's my list, 77 channels. You just can go through it really quick, you know. I can see what do I want to record, what's on. My wife has a list. She calls it Gina's List. You know, on her list, there's no ESPN channels, no sports channels, nothing at all that I have, just a couple that we might mix on. But she has the food channel. She has cooking channel. She has all those channels with all those shows, like, you know, uh, all the clothing shows and all that. And so when she looks, she's looking for what she enjoys. But I don't even pay attention. I don't even have them on my favorites list, what's on hers. But she doesn't have mine on her favorites list. And I think that's what you and I do with God. It's like, last thing I want is to watch Cupcake Wars. I, don't, I just want to eat the cupcake. I don't care about who made it. I could care less about the wedding dress. It's like, oh, I just put one on and let's, let's do this thing, right? Um, that's all I care about. She's the same with sports. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. So we can be that way with God. And can you all agree I have tuned out every cooking show? Now, if, there, if she records one and it's about pizza in Chicago. I'll watch that because I think, oh, that's interesting. That's about it. And so um, I don't even know it exists. It's broadcasting, but I'm, 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 not, I'm not even paying attention. We can do that with God, and people do. Non-Christians do it, but Christians do it in different areas of our life. And so Jesus talks about this. Here's what he says in Luke 8, 5. A farmer went out to his field to sow grain. As he scattered the seed 
on the ground. Some of it fell on a footpath, and it was trampled on, and the birds came and ate it as it laid exposed. This whole parable is about broadcasting. The farmer is God. He's thrown out his seed. He's speaking. He's talking. Could be the Bible. Could be the inner voice. Could be spiritual impressions. Could be inner peace. He's, he's thrown it out there. He's thrown it everywhere. But then he's going to talk about the different types of ears that it hits. And he says this type, it's like, it's like a farmer in his, his really trampled down path. We all know what that is from our gardens, right? You, you have your rows of plants, and then in between, the path you walk on so you can weed or you can uh, harvest or whatever it is, uh, it becomes really hard. So if a seed falls on that, it, does, it can't go in. It can't grow. It can't sprout. So Jesus is calling this person a non-listener, and here's how he explains them. It goes like this in the next, or verse 12, his explanation. It, it says, the hard path where some seed fell represents the hard hearts of those who hear the words of God, but when the devil comes and steals the words away and prevents people from believing and being saved. So I want to talk about a couple things here. If you read this in Matthew or Mark, you realize this is not just non-Christians. That phrase believing and being saved, it can be a non-Christian believing in Christ, being saved. But that word saved means just salvation and freedom. So as a Christian, we accept Christ, but then sometimes we stop listening to him in certain areas of our life, and we close him down. And so that stuff just melts away. It just disappears, right? Because we pay no attention to it. We're a non-listener. So I got to thinking, what causes someone to be a non-listener? I came up with three things, and then I came up with a solution. And, and I deal with a couple of these, so I'll be honest when I get to them. I'll let you know I deal with this one. So the first one is pride. And for a non-Christian, you know, the pride is kind of like this. Hey, I don't need God. I don't even believe there is a God, or I'm, I, don't have, I don't need God. I can make it through life myself. And so they're shutting it down. And even when you and I share with them, we try to bring them to church, they're kind of shut down. Pride will do that. But how about for us as Christians? We accept Christ. We really love him. But there's certain areas of our life where we think, I can do this on my own. It's called pride. And we, we don't open up to let God get his word in there. Here's number two. I call it fear. And I'm, I'm not talking about the fear of spiders, ghosts and goblins, you know, it's that time of year. I'm, not I'm still afraid of spiders, but I'm not talking about that. Here's the fear I'm talking about, and this is a big one. It's a big one. It's the fear that if I do what God says, I may not like where he's taking me. I'm not so sure I want to give that up. I'm not sure, so sure I want to do that. I'm not so sure he's going to take me to the right place. And so even as a Christian, we shut him down sometimes out of this thing called fear. And it's, you'll see it's connected to whether or not we trust him. And then bitterness is one. And this one's big. Happens to non-Christians, right? I can't believe God allowed this to happen. What kind of God are you? What kind of God would allow this? So they shut God down. But it happens to us too. There's certain areas of our life. It's like, God, why? God, I just don't understand this. And, and we can close down in that area because we're not sure why that happened. And, and, and we become a little bitter about it. And so the solution is really cool, and it, it's, it's in the book of Proverbs, and here's the solution for all of these. It's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Verse 5, the beginning, that's the solution. We'll talk about it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Now, notice the end of verse 6. Borman catches now, the end of verse 6. 
That's where you all want to go, God's showing us. That means you're hearing him, right? That's, that's where you want to be. And seeking his will means you're open, right? You're no longer a non-listener, you're open. But how does that happen? First part of verse 5 says, trust in the Lord. And this is what I have to do in some areas of my life, you have to do in some areas of your life. There are some things that have happened in my life, I literally have said to God, I, I, I can't figure out why. Why did this happen? Uh, why didn't you intervene? You know, And doesn't that happen in a lot of our lives? But here's what I've learned to do. I say, you know what, God? There's one thing I know. I trust you. And I'm going to put this on a shelf. And I, I do want to say, when I arrive in heaven, I, I need to understand this. But, Lord, I trust you so much. I trust the fact that you love me. I trust the fact that you care about me, that I am going to put it on a shelf. I don't need to understand everything because we can't understand everything, right? God, I am not closing my ears. I'm going to keep listening. And there's some of you in this room, not a lot, but there's some right now, God's dealing with you. You have a trust issue. It's closed your ears, and he wants to help open. Here's the second type of listener that God dealt with. I call it the casual listener, and I want to help you understand this. Uh, I love sports, as you've already noticed, and if you've been here any length of time, you know I love sports. My favorite sport is the NFL. I love professional football. My, my second favorite sport is the NBA. Love professional basketball. I was so excited about the season opening. And I like, I love college basketball too. Big Ohio State fan. And uh, was excited that uh, Penn State beat Michigan up so we can beat Penn State up next week. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be absolutely awesome. Um, college basketball, eh, take it or leave it. But, but, but here's, here's where I'm really casual. Baseball, I'm a casual baseball fan. I love the Indians. Let me tell you, I have T-shirt after T-shirt with the Indians on. I, I love them, but I hardly ever listen or watch. So here's what happens. If you invited me to an Indians game, I'd be really excited. I'd say, yes, and I'd go, you know, for the hot dogs and Cracker Jacks and the, the whole feel of that, of that, you know, the whole excitement of live, and I'd have a blast, but I'll never buy a ticket myself to go. I'm a casual fan. Now, if they were in the playoffs, maybe I would if I, if I could do that. But I didn't watch the Indians all year. This was a funny year. And I, I'm walking around with a T-shirt. I'm out in public. And someone would go, how about those Indians? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I just, I love them, but I don't follow a thing that's happening there. Um, <clears throat> but when they got into the playoffs, I, I, I recorded every game, watched as many as I could. Last year, I watched it all the way through to the World Series and a little disappointed at the end, but happy for the Cubs. You know, they, it's been longer for them than us. And, and so uh, this year, I watched them play the Yankees, and then, you know, they're, they're out of it. So I won't even, I will not watch any more baseball the rest of the year. I'm a casual fan. Now, listen, that's how some of us are with God. We bought the T-shirt, right? <laughs> we love them. I mean, some Christians, they, most Christians, I think every Christian loves God like crazy, but they're a casual listener. They came up with this term. I did not make this up, so don't, don't, don't stone the messenger. They came up with this term. They call some Christians creasters. A creaster is a Christian that comes to church on Christmas and Easter. So they just call them creasters. Twice a year, what are they doing? They're coming to the playoffs, right? It's just the same thing. They're just going to the playoffs, right? This is the big game. I got to go to the big game, have the shirt. Um, then some Christians, guys, they only read their Bible when they have a problem. They only pray when they have a problem. They're casual listeners. And here's what you have to understand. God doesn't want you to come to church, you know, so, so you can have him check out, off a box. He doesn't want you to read your Bible so he can check off another box. He wants to set you free. 
And anything that you do in pursuing God, it's going to set you free. It's going to give you joy, peace, contentment. You're going to find your place in life. It's, it's, it's going to take away every chain of bondage that has a hold of you. It's absolutely amazing. But that's what we miss. We don't realize why God's broadcasting and why he wants us to listen. So here's what Jesus said. This is Luke 8, 6, and it reads like this. Other seed fell on shallow soil with rocks beneath. The seed began to grow, but soon withered and died for lack of moisture. Now, in Israel, they have a lot of land that has topsoil that's about an inch to an inch and a half thick. You know what's underneath it? Solid limestone. So a seed can go in there, and it can sprout, but the roots cannot go deep enough, and when it becomes hot, and they, they can't pull up any nutrients. They're not deep enough to pull up nutrients, so the, it withers, and sometimes it dies. Here's this explanation. Luke 8, 13. The stony ground represents those who enjoy listening to sermons, but somehow the message never really gets through to, to them and doesn't take root and grow. They know the message is true and sort of believe for a while, but when the hot winds of persecution blows, uh, they lose interest. In other, in other words, when, when things become tough, it's not rooted in there enough. And what happens, God's not able to bring this incredible change into their life. So I, I looked at this one and I I, I knew instantly the solution. If, if you want to stop being a casual listener, there's, there's just one mental adjustment, one heart adjustment you have to make. And it's absolutely incredible. It's one of my favorite verses in all the Bible. Some of you have been here long enough. You know where I'm going. But I'm going to read it, Luke 9, 23. And it says this, when Jesus said to all the people, then he said to all the people, if any of you want to be my followers, you must forget about yourself. You must take up your cross each day and follow me. Translated. You know, our vision here is to take people from fan friend to passionate follower, right? To follower. Translated, here's what Jesus is saying. As a Christian, it's not enough just to accept him. We have to come to a place in our life where we say, you're more important than anything in the universe, and I'm going to follow you. Now, if you begin to follow him, he says, pick up your cross. You know what that means? Um, sometimes you're going to have to give up things you like. Sometimes you're going to have to suffer some persecution from people, but you make a decision. I'm going to read my Bible every day. I'm going to follow Jesus with a passion. I'm going after him. And when you do that, you change from a casual list listener to the fourth one. We'll talk about that fourth one in a minute, but there's one other type of listener, and I really struggle with this. I have to do something not to be this listener, and this is the next listener. Uh, I, I gave it the title, The Distracted Listener, and it's so easy to become distracted from God, but let me tell you a story, true story. This still happens, and I'm, I'm ashamed of it, kind of, but uh, my wife will call me sometimes, and uh, I'll be busy, like I, have, like I have to get this done before a meeting, so I'm trying to answer emails and do things, and she'll give me a call. Sometimes it's business, sometimes it's just, you know, touching base, and I don't tell her I'm busy. I just say, yeah, what's up, and then she talks, and while she's talking and telling me the story, whatever it is, could be business, could be personal. I'm answering an email, and you know, if you answer an email, you have to read it. Then you have to think about your answer, and so I'm doing all that, and she's talking, and then when she's done, she goes, what do you think? It's like, I'm busted, but I'm the kind of guy that takes a chance, right? I think, I have a chance. Let me just give her a random answer, right? So I'll say, boy, I know how you feel, or that's awesome, or, and, and then I hear this silence on the other end, and I know, Oh, I missed it. That was the wrong, that was the wrong response. And uh, <clears throat> so then she'll say, she'll say, honey, honey, are you working while you're talking to me? And I'll go, yes. 
but I, I love you madly, honey. I'm just madly in love with you. And uh, she'll say, well, you could have told me that. I would have called later. If I'm going to talk, I want you to listen. And I can be a real distracted listener, really distracted at times. And that's how we become with God. We can become distracted. And that's something I have to make adjustments on with God very often. Here's how Jesus told the story. He said this, Luke 8, 7. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Now, in Bible days, these thorns, uh, they were not like our weeds. They were a vine-type plant that would wrap around the stem of the plant, and they would tighten and literally choke the plant. So the plant had these deep roots, which means they were really following God with a passion. They were trusting God. They were doing really good. But, but the deep roots couldn't bring nutrients up because the stem was choked, and the stem couldn't get them to the leaves and to the fruit, and it becomes unproductive. That's what he's talking about. Listen to how he interprets it, Luke 8, 14. It says, the seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go their ways, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. Now that phrase, do not mature, it just means they, they don't bring any God fruit uh, into manifestation in their life. That means this, there's areas of their life where they never experience freedom. That means there's areas of their life where they don't have peace, they don't have joy. It means that they never get to the place where God really created them, that place of contentment and fulfillment, and it's because God's voice is being choked, and they just have to tweak it so that the frequency becomes really strong. There's no static whatsoever. And I think it's interesting what he talks about here, worries, riches, and pleasures. And isn't worries interesting? I, th I just think that's so, wor so interesting because worries can choke God's voice. And what's a worry? Worry is when uh, we, we forget to trust God, we forget to pray, we forget to say, God, I need your help. Doesn't the Bible teach us, cast all your cares on him for he cares for you? So I want to just show you what I do because I have a lot coming at me like you guys do. Sometimes it's domestic, sometimes it's business, church stuff, you know, and stuff just bombards me like it bombards you. Life's crazy, isn't it? Life's really crazy. And so there's some things that are so big that I could think about them all day and worry about them. And if I do that, I'm literally choking God's voice. So I have learned to do this. I'll give it to God and I'll say, God, I'm praying this morning or tonight. Sometimes I'm trying to go to sleep and the thing's just bombarding my head. So I just say, God, I'm giving this to you. And here's what I need, God. I need you to give me wisdom and I need you, God, to do some God stuff. I need a little bit of God miracles here, too. And, and I just ask God to get involved, and I just give it to him, and I see myself just walking away. It's no longer mine. I've casted it on him. You and I have the privilege of doing that because that's how much God loves us. But then the other two, riches and pleasures. Um, riches just means you're pursuing money more than God. You're pursuing your career more than God. It's not wrong to pursue your career. It's not wrong to make money. But can we all agree it can get out of balance, you know? I have to do that with the church. I, I'm paid a salary, so it's not me pursuing money, but sometimes I'm, I could put 60, 65 hours a week in, and, and I'm so tired, I can't get up in the morning to read my Bible. I can study for a lesson, but I can't get up and have my devotional because I'm just absolutely worn out, and we all have seasons where that happens, you know, but I'm telling you, there's some times where I just have to say, you know what? My life needs an adjustment, and it's the same with pleasures. Aren't there some fun things out there that are just fun to do? But I can overdo it with pleasures, just like some of you in this room. So every, about every six months, this is absolutely true, about every six months, I have to look at my life and readjust my priorities. 
And I'm figuring if I'm having to do that, probably all of us have to do that, right? And so all that is is I say, you know what, God, I've got to pull back here a little bit, and uh, I've got to make sure I can get up early enough to read my Bible, have a little prayer time, Lord, and so I'm going to make this adjustment so I can get up earlier or do this, do that. Lord, I really like this, but I realize I've got to pull this back. You know, I can't watch five games a week, right, God? I've got to pull this back a little bit, and, and you just get yourself back into line. And I know there's people in here right now, God's dealing with your heart because he wants you to pull it back into line. And here's where God wants all of us. This person was this until the choking came, but here's where he wants all of us to go. I call it the tuned-in listener. And this is just the person that says, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm not going to be the non-listener. You know what, God? Um, I'm not going to be casual about this. I'm going to be passionate. But you know what, God? I'm going to keep reprioritizing my life so nothing's choking anything out. I call them the tuned-in listener. And here's what Jesus said about them, Luke 8, 8. So other, other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. And that is so good. I just, I got to stop for a minute and talk about this. The crop that it yielded is just God's word. God's what he's speaking to you. It's just it producing fruit, changing you from the inside out, freeing you in every area of your life, bringing you to a place in your life where you, you are doing what God created you to do. And that's where all of us want to come. But in order to come there, we just have to keep turning into God's frequency. So we want to go from non-listener to, ca from, to casual listener. We want to go from there. Uh, we, we don't want to be a distracted listener. We want to be a tuned-in listener. So I believe, Boardman, I believe here, I believe God's done some incredible things already in dealing with hearts. So I want to pray. Can we close our eyes, bow our heads, both campuses. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you uh, for Jesus. We thank you that you're broadcasting if we're listening. We thank you, Lord, for that parable. Lord, and we thank you for making us aware life gets crazy, life gets out of balance. Things happen. Sometimes we stop trusting you. Sometimes, Lord, we're just casual about it. And Lord, so today all of us both campuses. We're making some commitments. Uh, you've shown us where we need to make some adjustments. I thank you for doing that. And guys, I want to just give you that time to make those adjustments. Just tell God, I'm, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change it. So in both campuses, while that's happening, I'm giving God some time to be God and do what God does. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Maybe you're here in Warren, maybe you're in Boardman, and you walked in not being sure of your salvation, your forever. So right now, I'm not asking you to join our church. I'm not asking you to join a religion. Listen up very closely. I'm not asking you if you grew up a Christian. I'm not asking you if you were water baptized as a baby or an adult. All great things. You can do all that and, ne and never, never be saved, never have a relationship with Jesus. Here's what I'm asking. Can you remember a day in your life when you made it real? You made it personal with Jesus. And you said, Jesus, I believe you came and died for me. I believe you're the Savior, and I make a decision today to accept you and follow you. If you're here, either campus, you say, I can't remember that day, but man, Pastor Joe, my, I am ready today. I want to pray with you. Would, you. would you pray right now? Everyone else in, in the room, can we help them pray? Just say this after me. Say, Lord God, I realize I need a Savior. And this day, I give my heart to Jesus. Jesus, I believe you died for me. I believe God raised you out of the grave. I believe you're the only way to heaven. And this day, I give you my heart. 
and I make a decision to follow you. Amen. Thank you for listening to the BC Podcast. Follow us at A City Connected on Twitter and Instagram to stay updated, inspired, and encouraged.